Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Screen set. Peyton knocked the ball away. Monk will retrieve it for Hashmark. Dribbles in, throws out to Zabonis. Top of the key jumper. Banked it in straight on. Are you kidding me? My goodness. 12 seconds to go. Curry will walk it up. Off the screen. Curry at midcourt. They're going to trap him. Feeds over to Draymond. Draymond looks, looks, finds Thompson with three, with two, with one. The jumper's up. Good! Point two to go! Clay Thompson with the bucket! Sacramento calls time. Warriors 102, Kings 101. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up with John Dickinson on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, what a finish inside Chase Center tonight. Tim Roy on the call there. DeMontis Sabonis looked like he was going to luck his way into uh, a Sacramento victory tonight with the bank shot. But uh, Clay Thompson, the Warriors stayed poised, handled the double when the Kings came after Stephen Curry. Draymond found Clay, and that was a tough, tough shot that Clay Thompson stuck. Uh, as the Warriors go on to beat the Kings 102 to 101, we welcome you into Warriors wrap up here tonight on 95.7 The Game. It's John Dickinson from Chase Center. We'll keep things rolling here throughout this 10 o'clock hour. I uh, hope to get you all the way up until 11 tonight. Hope to hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, and Clay Thompson as well as he meets with the media here following what was a thrilling finish, as most of these games are between these two teams after kind of a slog of a game for the Warriors. It, it really, I don't like trap game. I, I heard trap game being thrown around a lot as it related to this one for the Warriors, just simply based on the fact that, that De'Aaron Fox was going to miss the game after sustaining an ankle injury on Sunday when the Kings beat the Lakers. And the Warriors have been rolling, right? Dominating third quarters, dominating with their bench. Steph Curry dominating the universe over these first four games of the season, especially the three games on the road trip. And the Warriors are playing so great, and Sacramento doesn't have De'Aaron Fox, who at least against the Warriors has been the Kings' best player, and so the Warriors should just roll in this game. I, I wasn't buying any of that <laughs> heading into this game. In, in fact, the Warriors, in a lot of ways, played the exact game tonight that I expected them to play. Uh, a little slow-footed, a little low energy. I thought the building was 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 kind of dead uh, tonight. It, it, the game lacked, I thought, a lot of the juice that typically is on display when these teams have played each other. Maybe 
Northern California getting a little bit of Warriors Kings fatigue just based on the fact that uh, we've been you know just having it left and right here in the early part of the season and a couple of games in the preseason and then the the thriller of a seven game series going back to April. And so, you know, without De'Aaron Fox, with the Warriors playing well on the road, maybe you know, Warrior fans tonight just thought they would cruise. I thought tonight was the kind of game where last year it definitely wouldn't have played out as grimy and ugly uh, as, and unesthetically pleasing as this game played out. Uh, and so, you know, last, last year the Warriors would have been content trying to win a game like tonight, 130-128. to 128, And I think if, if that had been the type of attitude they brought into this game, they probably would have gotten beat. Now, look, it's a make-or-miss league and all of that, and if Clay misses that shot, which he very easily could have, we're maybe having a different conversation. But I think the Warriors, above all, and, and the shot from Clay, tremendous uh, to stick that shot. The patience that the Warriors showed in, in getting the ball to Clay off of the double and Draymond staying patient and all of that. You know, Steve Kerr had... Uh, timeouts in his back pocket, one one left that, that he could have taken uh, in that situation, but but he rolled it out, and the Warriors found a way to, to get the job done in what was not a pretty game. So, so to me, when you win a game like that at the end, you, you get – a little bit of extra credit for the fact that that you that you just kept grinding through it, and, and so the Warriors able to do that tonight. I'm not surprised that the Kings made this game close. The Kings have a lot of real talented players uh, on their roster, and and guys that were looking for opportunities to score, and and you know maybe get a few more shots than they had been uh, with De'Aaron Fox out there on the floor, but you know Sabonis had did his thing against the Warriors much more effective than he's been in a lot of the matchups, especially the playoff matchups, and Sacramento needed him to be. But to all in all, when you look at this and, and, and the numbers on Clay Thompson, third game-winning shot for Clay with five seconds or less in, in his career, it's the second one against Sacramento. Clay Thompson did it back in November of 2018 against Sacramento. It was a layup in a game that the Warriors won 117 to 116. I remember that game it was right after Thanksgiving on a, on a Saturday night in that 18-19 season and uh, a, a wild, wild finish there over at, at Oracle in the final year of Oracle. And then Clay in March of 2014 at Indiana hit a jumper that, that gave the Warriors what would be a 98-96 victory on that night. So this time, the third one of his career, five seconds or less for Clay Thompson to, to knock that shot down. And again, uh, you know, hat tip to the Warriors to be able to, to grind through an ugly game when they didn't play their best and and figure out a, a way to win it. So 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to participate in the program. You can give me a call or shoot me a text. We are live on YouTube tonight as well. So for those watching the broadcast on YouTube, hey, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, coming to you from Chase Center here tonight as the Warriors improve to 4-1, to and they pick up their first home win, and they've been the only team in four games that's been able to beat the Kings. They beat the Kings tonight. They beat the Kings in Sacramento on Friday, and, and now these teams can at least get, uh, what, about four weeks away from each other before they'll meet again in November uh, over in Sacramento 
on the 28th, and I think that's one of those funky uh, in-season tournament games. The Warriors are going to become familiar with those in-season tournament games. I think those begin on Friday when the Warriors are in Oklahoma City, those pool play games with Oklahoma City and and the Kings and, and what the Spurs or the other team in the Warriors group there uh, among those teams, I think Minnesota maybe the other team in the Warriors group. I probably should know who's in the Warriors group, although I think I, I think I just got it with with Minnesota, OKC, San Antonio, and and, and Sacramento. So going to hear a lot about as if you haven't heard a lot about the in season tournament already. Uh, a lot more about it here coming up because I think all these games on Fridays and Tuesdays moving forward here beginning on Friday are, are going to be considered pool play games, uh, although they're regular season games to, to boot. So uh, you want to react to this one, 888 uh, as the Warriors improve now to 4-1. and one. Uh, Draymond Green just kind of running through this game, hit a couple of threes early on in this one. He finished with 13 points in the game. Uh, Warriors had the lead for most of the first quarter, but Sacramento a 7-0 run at the end of the first quarter against the Chris Paul, Gary Payton II, Moses Moody Jonathan, Kaminga Dario Saric lineup that struggled in two first-half stints in the two games against the Kings, but they would play much better later on and had a key run in this game. Uh, but the Warriors did lead by as many as nine, then trailed by three at the end of the first quarter. Uh, second quarter, really the only note I had was just how tired and slow-footed and disjointed and uninspired the Warriors looked after the, the quick start where they had that nine-point lead in, in the first quarter. A couple of individual plays from from Kaminga, uh, which I, I, I thought were were solid in, in his first half stint, but but still Kaminga, uh, you know, erratic. You know, he'll he'll drive and hit some shots. He'll drive and miss some shots. But uh, you look up at the end of, of the half, and, and the Warriors somehow were up one. They had a late run second quarter to, to retake the lead after the Kings felt like they were in control for a good good portion uh, of of the second quarter, and then no third quarter dominance for the Warriors in this one. Kings had a 12-2 start. They took a nine-point lead, and the Warriors just had, again, zero, zero juice against the wrong team to be low energy against. Even without De'Aaron Fox playing, the Warriors got down as many as 11. Uh, but then that group of Chris Paul and Gary Payton II, Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, Dario Saric, uh, came in, and, and I thought it provided a jolt for the Warriors late in the third quarter. It was a quick 5-0 run. It ended up an 8-7 advantage for the Warriors to the end of the quarter. And the Warriors you know, still found themselves at that point uh, down by 5 going to the fourth quarter. But it was that group, and then Clay Thompson joined that group at the top of the fourth quarter, and it was 7-0, 9-2 Warriors. It was Clay Thompson, uh, I believe, for, for Gary Payton the second. Uh, at the at the or actually no it was Clay Thompson for Moses Moody at the beginning of the fourth quarter so he was out there with Peyton Kaminga Saric and Chris Paul and that group got the Warriors right back in uh, to the game the nine two run there uh, to take a, a two point lead and then it was really back and forth down the stretch thought the Warriors were going to get burned by offensive rebounds and second chances in this one again just a step slow were the Warriors for good portions of this game getting to the glass. Sacramento did have 14 offensive rebounds in the game, but uh, the second chance points, the Kings only converted 
that into 12 points with the 14 offensive rebounds. I thought the Warriors were fortunate. There were times in this game where the Kings would get second and third opportunities and just keep missing, and the Warriors eventually would clear it and go back down the other way, but there were times where it looked like that was going to burn the Warriors. Uh, And then down the stretch, uh, just a lot of poise uh, for the Warriors. It looked like a couple of fouls. Warriors went in the penalty at the at the 3-11 mark, and it looked like uh, some bailout fouls. Draymond felt Harrison Barnes. Herter ended up at the free throw line. More free throws for, for Sacramento, and, and that ultimately took a, a one-point Warriors lead into a three-point Sacramento lead, but the Warriors were just, uh, just really poised down the stretch. You know, Draymond Green hits a layup to pull the Warriors within one, then Monk goes back the other way, gets a layup. Clay Thompson uh, with, with the with the layup uh, to, to make it a one-point game there. And then uh, Sabonis got fouled by Curry. And, and the Warriors looked like they were in a, a, a trouble at 99-96 with uh, just over a minute to go. But again, the poise and the execution, and I've talked about it so much in these head-to-head matchups when the Warriors have faced the Kings. If you are patient and you run your offense, even in a more grimy game, you can get layups against this Sacramento defense, and the Warriors were able to do that. Peyton got a layup to make it 99-98. The Warriors were able to get a stop on a shot clock violation. Uh, And then Steph Curry driving layup uh, at 31, the floating layup uh, to to make it a 100-99 lead for the Warriors. And then Sabonis banks it in, and, and, and Clay Thompson ends up bringing everybody home uh, happy for uh, Golden State and in the Bay with the, with the jumper to uh, put the Warriors up 102-101, the game winner with two-tenths of a second to go. A lot to be excited about. A big moment for Clay Thompson. Uh, and, and, you know, look, I know Clay's been maligned, and, and whenever he has a, a bad game, I, I think the conversation does get a little crazy. Uh, I tend to try and keep it a little more level-headed. And, and, and honest, you know, it's not that Clay needs to be run out of town or anything like that. I mean, that's just foolishness when you look at, at everything he did to come back from a couple of injuries and the, the champion's blood and all of that. But I think, you know, I've been one to note the fact that it probably isn't going to be as consistent, those, those vintage Clay games and moments compared to what it used to be, but he's still fully capable of providing them. And I thought Clay played an excellent floor game tonight. Uh, you look at the, the final plus-minus totals, he was a plus-10. I thought he was really digging on Sabonis. He was help defending tonight. I thought Clay, even though he didn't shoot it great, and it ended up 6-15, of 15, and he, I thought he played a really solid floor game. I thought this was one of his games where you didn't even look at the fact that maybe he wasn't shooting it well because he was, I think, visibly impactful in a positive light in a number of different uh, other areas uh, tonight. Uh, and so, you know, make or miss, if that shot goes out, maybe we're having a different conversation. But, uh, you know, you got to feel good for Clay. Uh, in the moment, coming off missing the game the other night against the Pelicans to come back and, and show that, that he's still got the kill of clay, the clutch clay uh, moments. And uh, I, I think you know, the Warriors absolutely needed it. All right, let's get to the phones. 888 957 9570. 
Warriors 102, Kings 101. Big win for the Dubs. They're 4-1. Kings fall to 2-2. Two and two, And we'll get it rolling with TC in Sacramento tipping us off here tonight on Warriors Wrap-Up. What's going on, TC? What's up, man? Uh, oh, man, John, what's up, man? That was, a, oh, that was a lucky win. You guys got there by one point, man. That was, Kings have won that game, but I tipped the hat. You know what I'm saying? It took everything everybody had. Clay hit the shot. Ah, I'm living right now, bro, as a Kings fan. Y'all got that, bro. We'll win the next game. I just wanted to tap in, bro. That was a good game, though. It took out. Y'all was fully healthy. We was out. Fox, one-point win. A win is a win, but ah, the Kings should have won that game. You, you hit it on the nose. We got a bunch of offensive rebounds and second-chance points, and we kept missing. Turned some of those into some points, and we win the game easily, though. But Warriors won, bro, so I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, thanks, TC. Warriors won. They deserve to win. If the Kings had won, Clay Thompson shot rims out, whatever. They cash in some of those offensive rebounds earlier in the game, and it's not a close game. If Sacramento had walked out of here a win, they would have deserved it. They they played very well tonight, I thought, without De'Aaron Fox. They they played a more grimy game than 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 you think that the Kings have in the bag. Honestly, I mean, they were they were. And again, part of it I do think is the Warriors looked a little slow tonight off the. The, the one game at home off the the road trip and and going to the you know to the the southwest in Houston and New Orleans and then flying back and they didn't have a practice or a shoot around or anything like that uh, since they played Monday they basically showed up Monday and or showed up today after after playing on Monday and flying home and all of that and taking yesterday off and 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 rolled out so I'm not not surprised that the Warriors were sluggish I'm not surprised that the Warriors maybe took Sacramento a little bit for granted foolish in doing that because the Kings are exactly the kind of team that without Darren Fox can can, can beat uh, a team like like the Warriors uh, if the Warriors d- don't take them lightly. But I do think the Warriors' uh, defensive spirit was there for a good chunk of, of the game tonight, even if the, the uh, athleticism and the quickness and the juice maybe wasn't there. Uh, and and so the Warriors were able to to allow that to to have them prevail. And you know you look at at the end of the night, both teams hit 11 threes. The Kings shot 41 percent, just a tick under 41 percent in this game. 36 for 88. Uh, you know Sabonis again got rolling better than he has in games against the Warriors of late. But they did a nice job against Keegan Murray, who you knew was going to be probably the primary player along with Malik Monk that would look to up their offensive game from a scoring standpoint, the wing and guard standpoint. And uh, Malik Monk had 16, but it was kind of a quiet 16. Only nine shots. I thought the Warriors prevented Malik Monk from having one of those 30-point kind of games that, that he's had against them in the past, and they did a nice job there. And really, I think the three-point line tonight tells the story not in that the Warriors shot it great, although they didn't shoot a ton of threes, more so that Sacramento didn't shoot it well. And Keegan Murray and Kevin Herter uh, combined for a 1 of 12. And uh, Veznikov, or Vizenkov, rather, uh, an 0 for 3. He, he looked like he was a little overwhelmed out there. He was 1 for 6. The, the Warriors' defensive effort really tonight, I think, showed through, and that allowed them to have a chance to win the game on the Clay Thompson shot, and they won the game on the Clay Thompson shot. So all in all, nice win. Sacramento, nothing to really hang their head at without De'Aaron Fox. Uh, I thought for the Warriors, this would have been the first semi-bad loss of the year had they lost it, but to pull it out 
uh, is big to gain a little separation to 500. I mean, how long did it take the Warriors to get three games over 500 last year? I'm going to look that one up. Because we talked about didn't win three in a row on the road last year and won their third road game in December, the week before Christmas last year. Uh, I think uh, I want to say it was like March before the Warriors were over, three games over 500 even last year. So being four and one is is no joke considering where this team was a year ago. All right, Junior in Pacifica is next here on Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Junior. Hey, hey Jay. Uh First of all, I was a Chris Paul uh, cynic, not even a skeptic. Cynic, like, what are they doing? This is not going to work. <laughs> and I'm so pleasantly surprised. Great to see things work out well. I did not think this was his in the second unit's most amazing game tonight, but I think it was big for both, you know, the older, older story and the new story. Uh, we have an ongoing thing with the Kings. We and them are going to be in each other's way, I think, for some years to come. So I think this was a really nice win to slot and to get uh, to get Clay coming out with a winner. I think he plays on emotion and confidence a fair amount, and this is going to help for the rest of the season. So a uh, really great win to see. And uh, I would like to hear you say who you think the outstanding uh, Warriors player of the game was. Yeah, I appreciate the call. I mean, it's got to give. I mean, Steph was, I think, real good offensively. Although, you know, seven of fifteen. I, I mean, they they really didn't have. I mean, Saric helped them tonight with fifteen off the bench. Uh, it was really a, a committee. I thought Wiggins offensively had one of his better games with fourteen on on six of six of ten shooting and a couple of free throws. You know, Kaminga, they, they needed Kaminga's 12 points, even though it, it came on, on nine shots. So I, I think it was, you know, I'm, I'm going to roll with Steph, who hit four three-pointers again, uh, and he's done that now in each and every game this season. But it was a it, it really was a committee. I mean, Draymond going 13-9 and nine tonight with a couple of block shots and, and, you know, nine assists and a couple of rebounds. You know, 13 points and nine assists for Draymond. Uh, you know, not not Chris Paul's best game in terms of percentages and things like that, and yeah, not the bench's best game tonight, but it's worked to this point through five games with Chris Paul, uh, no no doubt about it. And and you look at where the Warriors are at right now, as far as you know, what I was just talking about, yeah, the the quick glance here, and forgive me if I missed something in looking back through last year real quick while I was talking uh, to Junior. March 2nd, the Warriors weren't three games over 500 until March 2nd last year when they beat the Clippers here at Chase Center. It was their fourth straight win. They went from, what, one under 500 to three over 500 and what would end up being a, a five-game winning streak in, in March. Uh, so, yeah, uh, how different is this year from last year? Yeah, well, the Warriors were in a very different place uh, a, a year ago. Uh, when you look at at you know even just the, you know uh, where they were in terms of just unable to to separate, uh, you know they did get off to a decent start because they were home at the beginning last year, and you know only one game difference as far as the overall record from last year they were three and two after five, but this was right before they went on that long road trip where they couldn't win a game and found themselves 3-7 and seven through the first 10 games of the season. So, yeah, much different story for the Warriors to this point. Mark in Milbrae next here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Hey, Mark. 
What's going on, man? What a what a game tonight! Uh, just incredible. And uh, as you as you mentioned, there highlighted uh, this start is really impressive because the West is so loaded. The Warriors could ill afford to get off to a, another slow start and basically have to work and battle their way out like they had to do last year. And I just love the variety of the production they're getting from this team right now. And it, it, it's different guys every night. You can get like a Sarge, even Kaminga coming off the bench. CP3 didn't have his best game tonight, but you can have a Draymond pick it up there. And the Kings, man, they're a tough opponent. Uh, I thought without uh, without Fox, they really struggled tonight. And it really – they gave everything the Warriors could handle and more. And they really played – a game and they probably should have won it, but great teams find ways to win even when they're not playing their best ball. And it's just incredible. I love that last play there where they didn't really necessarily go to Curry. They wanted uh, they wanted Clay to get that last shot there, and Draymond got him the ball in perfect position, and he hit that he nailed that uh, that perfect jumper there to uh, ice the game there. So just all in all, I love the way they're playing right now, and this is a start that we wanted to see this team get off to, especially on the road where they were just a, a, a hot mess last year. And so, so far, so good. And uh, we just want to see them continue this well because, like I mentioned, you want to be a top-four seed. And it's there's no gimmies in the West this year outside of maybe Houston. Uh, it's going to be a bear every night for, for the Warriors. And uh, just uh, you got to find ways to pull out games. And uh, Last year they lost a lot of games like this. And uh, great to see they pulled this off tonight. So uh, hats off to them. And Clay, man. Earning that money, he wants that max deal after the offseason. Great shot tonight and way to win it. Thanks for the time. Yep, thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. I think this is going to be a different Western Conference this year. I think it's going to be a much better Western Conference. than it, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be five teams all between 39 and 43, you know, 43 wins, six teams in the final day of the season that, that could be 6th to 11th. I don't think it's going to be that way. I think it's going to be a little more top-heavy. And I think a lot of these teams are going to be vying for position. And I think there's a window for the Warriors to get into the top four if they can just beat the teams that they're supposed to beat and find ways to win when they don't play well. And I thought tonight they found a way to win when they didn't play well, regardless of whether the Kings had their best or, or second-best player in, in, in Deer and Fox. All right, we'll pause here. We'll come back, 888-957-9570. It is Warriors wrap-up. John Dickinson at Chase Center. Warriors beat the Kings tonight, 102-101. to We're back here on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
Now back to Warriors Wrap Up with John Dickinson on 95.7 The Game. Warriors get the win, 102-101. John Dickinson back at Chase. Warriors improve to 1-1 on the home floor. 4-1 overall, and it's right back out on the road tomorrow. Warriors flying to Oklahoma City, take on the Thunder, the Cavs, the Pistons. Sunday, Monday, another one of those Sunday, Monday road back-to-backs. And then a week from tonight, it's the Warriors against the defending champion Nuggets in Denver before Golden State comes back home. Next home game, not for a while, a week from Saturday, the Warriors will have a rematch against the Cavaliers. But uh, all good. Wasn't pretty tonight. Warriors didn't shoot it particularly well from three, but the Warriors did have more individual players who shot the ball well tonight than the Kings did and uh, that allowed him to hang in it. I thought the the grimy defensive mentality allowed him to hang in it, even though this was a game where the Warriors were, I thought, a step slow and, and lacked some energy, but they just kind of stayed with it, and uh, the Kings did not shoot the ball well. Warriors defensively get credit for that, and uh, the Warriors' poise, I thought, in the final really 65 seconds of this one is ultimately what, what allowed them to win it. Uh, they get a layup from Gary Payton the second, then a shot clock violation, Steph Curry with the driving layup to, to put the Warriors up 100-99, to the two-for-one. You knew Curry was going to go for the two-for-one. Would it be a three or would it be a two? And Curry's able to, to get into the lane, hit the floater to make it 100-99. to And then Sabonis gets lucky on the bank shot uh, to put the Kings back up, but the Warriors able to you know, get a good look from Clay Thompson, and Clay Thompson able to knock it down despite being 5 of 14 at that point. That shot makes him 6 of 15, 14 points for Clay. Clay with three blocks tonight. Warriors with six total, but Clay Thompson had three blocks in this game. He was really doing a lot of things. Steph Curry tonight, 21 points, seven turnovers, problematic. Warriors did have 17 turnovers in, in this one. Uh, I think that was really a problem. The Warriors just out of sync tonight in, in, a, in a lot of different stretches, but they overcome it, and that uh, allows them to improve to 4-1. and one. And 4-1 and one right now, as you look at the early Western Conference standings, is good enough to be tied for second with the defending champs, who are also 4-1. and one. Dallas off to a surprise, surprise, 4-0 start after the disappointing end to their season uh, a year ago. All right, back to the phones we go, 888-957-9570. We'll have our extending the three-point line, our hardest worker of the game as well, coming up here on 95.7 The Game. But uh, let's get back to it with Dexter in the town. What's going on tonight, Dexter? You're on 95.7 The Game. J.D., what's happening? What's happening? It is a pleasure to be on with you. Um, I really just wanted to give Clay his flowers because I always judge Clay based on the impact he provides to the game when his shot's not falling. First three quarters, let's face it, Clay was MIA. The start of the fourth quarter, he willed himself into the game. You already mentioned it. When was the last time Clay had three blocks in a game? He had a big block to kind of turn up the energy um, in the start of the fourth quarter, followed up with the easy, quick layup. And by the time... The clock was dwindling down, and the ball found Clay. I went Paul Pierce. I called game. I just knew that that shot was going in. I need this type of Clay moving forward, someone who provides some impact on the defensive end. I know he's not the old Clay that we used to have, but if he can provide spurts of 
um, just energy. I'm, I'm not expecting three blocks a game, but step in the way, get a charge, create some momentum. That's the clay that I used to see, and that's the clay that, sure, it's not going to be worth 40 mil, but that's the clay that can come to a decent number that we can kind of resign at the end of the year. Um, this win has me excited. It was a gritty win. Uh, no Fox. Um, I'm just proud of my dubs today, and I wanted to give Clay his flowers. I doubted you for three quarters today, but you turned it up in the fourth, my guy. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time, JD. Um, you're amazing, my friend. Take it easy. Appreciate it, Dexter. Thanks for checking in. Don't make that your last call here to, to Warriors wrap up on, on 95-7. The game, 8 at 8 957 I wasn't a down on Clay tonight. As I, I thought Clay actually had a pretty good floor game overall. He just wasn't making shots. But the one thing I'll give Clay credit for, and, and these are the nights where, uh, you know, it's the nights where the shots aren't falling and it and there's almost a defiant, I'm just going to keep shooting it like I'm like I'm hot. You know, and and I didn't think he did that tonight. And and to me, that's I don't know seventy five percent of the battle. I think is on the nights where Clay isn't hitting shots consistently that that he just is able to stay patient and take good shots because he always has the capability of knocking down the the, the last one. And I'm with you. I thought the way that the Warriors played that whole possession at the end, it it, it was just so calm and focused from the way Steph handled it, getting it to Draymond, Draymond getting it to Clay, and you know, we sit in, in the media seats uh, behind the Sacramento basket in, in the fourth quarter uh, where the Kings were going in the second half, so uh, we get a good look at that opposite end of the floor where Clay knocked that shot down and, and everything looked fluid. The, 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 the dribble into it, the rise... I mean, it, it looked like it was good all the way, really, from the moment he, he pulled up for it. And uh, sure enough, uh, he's able to knock it down, and the Warriors able to walk out of Chase Center with their first victory of this 2023-24 campaign. All right, 888-957-9570. Let's uh, go to our uh, extending the three-point line for tonight, brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. Paul, guarded by Monk, waits for Sharich, gets middle, Chris Paul, back to Sharich, he's open, loads up a, another three! 81-79, the Warriors go up by two, and Sharich now with 15. Yeah, Sarich with 15, he would finish with 15, he was 3 of 5 from 3, that you're uh, extending the three-point line, three-pointer of the night. Uh, brought to you by West Coast Men's Health, successfully treating men for ED and chronic pain. Visit westcoastmenshealth.com for more. And tonight was a night where Dario Saric really helped. And there, there's times where defensively you're kind of thinking, How, how's this going to work? <laughs> but uh, offensively he was brought in because he's somebody that can fill it up. And uh, I thought... You know, tonight he did have three turnovers. There are a couple times where where he, you know, just was a, just a step off. I thought a bad handle on on a couple of a couple of passes there. Uh, but you know, 15 points tonight and the three pointers and in, in twenty. Like, there's going to be nights where we're going to look up and Dario Saric has got between 12 and 15 points and knock down some threes and and prove to be a difference maker for, for this Warriors team. And tonight was tonight was one of those nights. And, and the Warriors definitely needed it. 
And it just goes to show the the balance and the different style of big that the Warriors have. You know, we've seen Looney uh, have an impact in other games against Sacramento in the past. I thought tonight was not, you know, maybe one of Looney's more impactful games against Sacramento, only 23 minutes. But they were able to piece it together with uh, Draymond playing some minutes there, and and they really needed Sarich as as production uh, off the bench with the the 15 points in in 20 minutes. And it's been kind of an up-and-down start for Sarich. I think he's had maybe two real fluid, solid offensive games out of of five uh, so far. But uh, I think you know him him playing that way is going to be a real boon for this Warriors team uh, on the nights that, that that he's able to do it. All right, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero, triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Warriors wrap up here tonight on ninety five seven. The game Warriors beat the Kings one hundred two to one hundred one as they improve to four and one. Let's a couple of minutes of Steve Kerr as he met with the media downstairs here in Chase Center following the Warriors' victory. You know, he's obviously made a, a million big shots for us over the years, but, um, you know, hitting hitting one with .2 left uh, when you're down, that's a, that's a thrill for anybody, no matter how many times uh, you've done it before. So I'm really happy for Clay. He's, uh, you know, he's put in a ton of work uh, this summer, and, you know, the season started out a little slowly for him in camp, but he's really um, finding the groove, and that was uh, – it was a big, obviously big play. What have you noticed about your team's ability to close out? You know, I mean, it is early, but just close out these games last season, that was kind of... Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get better with our execution, but um, I think the biggest thing through five games is, uh, is our defense. You know, we've got uh, a long way to go, but uh, through five games, our, our defense has been really good. And, um, you know, we're, uh, for the most part, taking better care of the ball. And... Um, you know, we're, we're, we're putting in the work, and, and guys are being rewarded for it. Hey, Coach, I got two for you. One is about what you just kind of touched on with defense. Two late shot call violations for your defense. Is that, a, is that something that you looked at as a jump in the way that they've been producing on defense, especially for the simple fact that it just seemed that they were pretty locked down on the, on the defensive end yeah. of the ball compared to what you saw headed into the season? Yeah, I mean, those are great um, examples of, you know, 24 second full full possession defense and that takes a lot of discipline um you know not fouling at the end um, of the shot clock and then um you know forcing those violations those those are big boosts you know they, they, they the crowd gets into it and our guys feed off that what was your first question i'm sorry well that was the first my oh. second is actually about jario obviously he has been a big impact made an impact on this game especially being able to kind of yeah. linger outside knock down shots he was six of nine i don't know if that was his final but towards the end of the fourth when you pulled him out he was six of nine for three yeah. and sabonis was kind of sagging off and that opened him up a bit what will that be for your offense how much of an impact do you think his presence out there on the floor make for your offense yeah it's massive it gives us an entirely different dimension um you know that's what um auto porter and belly did for us two years ago gives you the ability to change the look up and uh, space the floor with your five man and um, that stretches the defense out so dario was a huge pickup for us a guy who can flat out play and um yeah, he was fantastic tonight you close with gp2 uh it was that specifically a monk matchup yeah. and no wiggins again to close it's just the way this is going to work sometimes yeah i mean no no wigs no 
loony the last uh, three minutes, but that you know it doesn't mean it's going to be like that all the time. It was a matchup thing. They went smaller, which is when we went to Gary uh, when they brought Monk in. I think around the three minute mark, and uh, Gary's our best matchup against him. All right, so Steve Kerr there sharing his thoughts on Clay Thompson, big on the Warriors' defense here through the first five games of the season. And, yeah, tonight a night where Dario Saric able to help the Warriors. And uh, that's a good way to get into our hardest worker of the game, which is brought to you by Alameda County Sheriff's Office, who works hard to serve the community. Uh, are you looking for a career in law enforcement? Learn more about job opportunities at joinacso.com. Dot com And our hardest worker of the game tonight, going to give the nod to Dario Saric for the 15 points and 6 of 9 shooting, 3 of 5 from 3-point range. He had 6 boards. That's the one thing that the Warriors bench players continue to do. They collectively rebound. Chris Paul with 4. You got Saric with 6. You got Peyton with a couple. Moody had 3 in, in 15 minutes. Maybe not Moses Moody's best game in the first 5 uh, of the the season to this point, but uh, they're collectively rebounding, uh, I think, a lot better uh, than they had going back uh, to you know last year's iteration of this team, where it, it's one thing to be small and and look up and down your roster and and all right, you don't you don't have a lot of height or you don't have a lot of size, but but it's another thing to play small, and I feel like this Warriors team doesn't necessarily have that much more size top to bottom than, than last year's Warriors team, but I think this Warriors team plays bigger than than the Warriors team of, of a year ago. So you can be small, but that doesn't mean you got to play small if you have some guys that, that play maybe bigger than their stature. And I think the Warriors have found a better balance uh, with that. I know Paul at times, you know, some say at this stage of his career, maybe he gets picked on a little bit defensively. isn't isn't quite what he used to be. But but Chris Paul's still somebody for a for a six foot guard that's able to to get to uh, a, a lot of boards. I mean, even collectively in the starting lineup tonight, uh, you know, the Warriors did get out rebounded. The offensive rebounds I think did hurt them, but there's just a, a collective uh, to to rebound, especially from that bench group that I think has has been. Uh, impressive. All right, 888-957-9570. Our hardest worker of the game tonight brought to you by Alameda County Sheriff's Office, who works hard to serve the community. Again, uh, we give that to Dario Saric tonight as the Warriors win 102-101. to All right, uh, Draymond Green postgame. I uh, don't think we're going to have the audio of it here in the final four or five minutes before we, we call it a night, but I'll just read you this quote from Draymond Green postgame. Uh, Draymond Green uh, asked about everyone being able to sacrifice and what does that do for this team's chemistry in the postgame press conference uh, with respect to you know comparing it, comparing it to last year. The question, what does everyone being able to sacrifice do for this team's chemistry compared to last year? And I'll give you the short version of Draymond Green. Uh, what he, he said last year, we had an awful team as far as team chemistry goes. And then Draymond went on. Last year was horse bleep. Hard to come to work. Not fun. This year, you see the joy on guys' face when they come in the building. This is a group that likes being together. Now, chicken and the egg, right? And and I think there's a lot of a lot of you out there that are thinking, well, wait a minute, <laughs> like Draymond, like 
well, you were kind of a part of that, <laughs> and Draymond has been accountable for the fact that that he was part of that last year. But there's something to be said for the vibes being a little different, the collective sacrifice between you know the veteran players and young players, everybody getting on the same page, just having a a group that that blends better together. And I think you know when you're winning early, it's easy to say those things. I mean, the true test is going to be through some injuries, and and you know once you start to get deep into November, and then you get toward the holidays, and you get in the dog days in January, where you're you're you know screaming for the All Star break to come, and it's still a month away. Like there's there's the long season, and the true depth of this Warriors team is going to be tested when they have a starter or two out of the lineup at the same time. Uh, that that's where we'll find out. All right, does this? You know, I always say you have you have two kinds of depth, right? You have the you have the depth to where you have a real good team when you have everybody, right? When everybody's in their proper role, there's that kind of depth, and 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 you can go 10, 10 11 deep, but but you're playing your top ten, eleven, and then there's the kind of depth to where when you lose, let's say two of your top eight, you have and one of them's a starter that you really count on that you have two players that can step in from maybe your, your nine, 10, 11 spots that can step in and, and, and elevate and be in your rotation. And then you have a couple of guys of your, of your, you know, four, five, six spots who can step in and fill the void for whoever, if it's your one, two or three that that's out among your best players. So there's, there's two different kinds of depth. There's the depth that overcomes not having key players. And then there's the depth to where you have, a real good team with a lot of different pieces that complement each other well and different options to go when you're closer to whole. And we don't we we looks like the Warriors have that depth at this point. We don't totally know if they have the other depth and of course, you know, Warrior fans don't want to find out. But like any NBA team, the injuries are going to come and the Warriors are going to have to find out if they have that kind of depth, but you got a better chance with the team chemistry being uh, as is, and I think getting off to a good start only helps what everybody said about how things were going to be. When, you, when you're able to say how you want it to be, and then you're able to go out and win, and then it validates everything that everybody says about what the way they wanted it to be. And it's easy for Steve Kerr in a post-game press conference in, in Sacramento to go, ah, last year was last year. I don't even want to talk about last year. This team's won all kinds of road games. One road game, that's not a big deal. We're going to win a lot of road games. For Draymond to say last year was horse bleep, you know, hard to come to work and all that. And again, he has to bear some of that responsibility for that. But to say that it's night and day compared to last year, I think is absolutely not nothing. All right, one more call here before we end the night. Uh, Joe in San Jose is next on Warriors Wrap-Up here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Joe. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, it was a good game, very entertaining. Uh, went down to the wire. Didn't even have to go down to the wire. Steph don't have those seven turnovers. And I think the Warriors need to clean that up. How do you, how do you address that? I mean, that's why they put Chris Paul in there to handle the ball more often. How do how do the Warriors down the road fix that problem? Because those seven turnovers could have could have killed them. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, not not Steph's best night as far as the turnovers go. I think overall the Warriors have done pretty. You know, tonight was not their best night as far as the, the turnovers go. You know, fourteen against the Pelicans. Just just kind of kind of looking back, fourteen against. The Rockets, I think you can you can live with that. You know, fourteen points off off the turnovers. They they did 
in the game tonight, give up 18 points off of the, the, the 18, I guess it was eight, ended up being 18 total turnovers uh, in, in the game tonight. Uh, but yeah, I think you look at the, the turnovers collectively, too many total turnovers in, in Sacramento, but the Warriors were controlling that game for the most part. So, so it didn't really have a factor. And then they didn't really turn it over in the opener against, against the Suns all that much. It's an, look, I, I think you could get more Chris Paul ball handling tonight if Chris Paul had had played better himself tonight, you know, Chris Paul didn't didn't play all that well uh, in in this game tonight. Uh, you know, with the one of five shooting, and you know, but he still has a command. So I, I think tonight was the kind of game where, you know, you look up and you know, it, tonight was going to be a night where it was going to be less Chris Paul, maybe compared to other nights. It only, uh, you know, he still ended up playing twenty eight minutes, and and he was still. Out there in in stretches, you know, down toward the the, the end of the game as well. But the Warriors are just going to be a team that turns it over. If the Warriors are in the fourteen range, the the twelve to fourteen range, which they've been in the twelve to fourteen range, I think in three of the five games, you're going to take that. And I think Steve Kerr would would even take that uh, a, a, as well. So good night for Clay Thompson uh, to finish on good floor game from Clay Thompson. And the Warriors able to grind one out. I think the Kings will walk out of chase disappointed on their side of things, but playing without De'Aaron Fox against a team that's that's become kind of a nemesis of theirs to be able to to be in position. You know, both teams can say they had their opportunities in, in this one. Both teams can say that. Kings will say if, if they had scored more off the second chances, they would have won. Warriors can say if the turnovers you know hadn't been there, then they would have won by more. Uh, but when you add it all up, it winds up being that, that one possession and one point game, and the, the Warriors ended up with the final opportunity that they were able to cash in. All right, that'll do it for tonight. Good stuff. Thanks to the callers. Thanks to the texters. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to everybody watching on YouTube as well. Uh, I'm John Dickinson, Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7. The game will be back on Friday following the Dubs and the Thunder. Willard and Dibs are going to have Warriors live for you. I think Larry Kruger is sitting in for Dibs on Friday uh, as well. So it'll be Willard and Kruger with Warriors live 4 o'clock for the Warriors and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Tips at 5, 4 o'clock for Warriors live. It'll be Willard and Krug for that one and then I'll be back after the ball game taking your phone calls on Warriors wrap up and we'll have Warriors this week for you on Saturday morning as well so keep it locked right here on 95.7 the game thanks to Sterling Bennett thanks to everybody in our San Francisco studios Warriors get the win tonight 102 to 101 we'll talk to you on Friday and you heard it all right here on your home for Warriors basketball it's 95.7 the game Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.